0: Well, the NHL draft, the entry draft, is coming to Montreal again. It's been a long time. It's going to be on Thursday, July 7th and Friday, July 8th at the Bell Centre. Lots of action in the city and very exciting. Now, the last time the draft took place in Montreal was back in 2009. And the Canadians made a, a, big, uh, a big exciting move when they drafted Kirkland's Louis LeBlanc. And uh, wow, Louis LeBlanc joins me right now. Welcome, Louis how's it going mike great to have you with me louis and can you believe that it was 13 years ago that you were in the uh bell center uh hearing your name uh being read out by uh trevor timmons and bob Ganey?
1: yeah no it feels it feels like yesterday time flies i guess i'm uh i'm getting a little older and uh yeah but no it, it feels like yesterday
0: so, Louis, what was going through your mind that day, sitting at the draft in Montreal, not knowing for certain that you were going to be picked by the Canadians? And here you go on the first round in your hometown team.
1: Yeah, to, to be honest, I didn't think I was going to get drafted by the Canadians. I thought I was going to either get picked by Buffalo, um, ter- 13th overall, or, or by Anaheim that had the 15th pick. I had two, uh, two meetings with them the day before the draft. They had told me that, you know, if, if I was available at 13, Buffalo would pick me. And if, you know, and Anaheim was at 15th, and if I was available at 15th, they would pick me as well. So I knew the Canadians had the 18th pick, but, you know, they weren't, you know, I, I had spoken to the, team, to, the, to the Canadians before the draft, but to be honest, I thought I was going either 13 or 15.
0: What's it like? Because we're going to see all these guys here. The Canadians, of course, have the first overall pick this year. What's it like for you guys when you arrive there? How nervous are you?
1: I think I was pretty nervous. It's um there's a lot of a lot of stuff going on the days leading up to the draft. There's a lot of media coverage, um you know, your family's there, your agents there, and I think you get there a few days earlier and uh you know, a lot of a lot of hype and uh it's a great experience. It's 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 a lot of fun, you know, you dream as that as a kid and it's, you know, kind of the beginning of your professional career uh for most for most players anyways and uh just a great moment to have everybody there that, you know, helped you throughout your career. And, you know, I had some minor hockey coaches, junior coaches show up my billets from Omaha were there at the time. So just, just a great, great night.
0: Did, did you want to be drafted by the Canadians or did, you know, being a, a, you know, a Francophone, but perfectly bilingual Francophone, by the way, from, from Montreal area. uh, Did you feel that would have put on more pressure on you? Like what was your feeling?
1: Yeah, at the time I didn't really think about the pressure. I mean I was 18 and you know my dream was to play in the National Hockey League and like I said I didn't really think the Canadians would pick me just given the, the conversations that I had with other teams but it was definitely a dream come true. I mean I didn't I didn't imagine getting drafted by the Canadians and but it did and it was just a special moment for for myself and my family.
0: So the first year if my memory's correct did you go play for Harvard that first year?
1: Exactly. Yeah. That is. So the, the draft is, I believe, June 26th of oh nine, And then I was starting my freshman year um, that fall in September.
0: So, uh, yeah. So you played one year at Harvard and then I I had the privilege of getting to meet you and getting to know you quite well when you were signed by the Montreal Juniors. I remember Louis interviewing you for the first time uh, with Farrell Miller, the owner, yeah. and uh, downtown mm-hmm. at a downtown restaurant. And uh, it was so exciting. You signed with the Montreal Juniors. Uh, I got to cover you. You were great. You visited a lot of our schools. Uh, that was a good year for you, wasn't it? Fun year.
1: It was a great year. I got to you know live at home, play in front of my family. Um, yeah, it, it was awesome. Played at the, the auditorium and then got to play in the, the Quebec Major Junior League, which was which is a great experience for me. I got to represent Canada at the under eighteen, uh, under twenty. Sorry, at, in, in Buffalo. Unfortunately, we lost against the Russians in the final. But, you know, I think overall it was a great year and, you know, it got me ready for my uh, my next season with uh, with the Hamilton Bulldogs and the Canadians.
0: Yeah. So now now's the big question. You know, um, I remember I remember having you as a guest at the sports celebrity breakfast uh, the night, the morning after you scored an amazing goal. And I remember you being asked, do you regret your decision now? Uh, leaving Harvard early? Because at that time, I mean, in my mind, Louis, I thought you had a great first year. You had, you know, five goals, but you played good defensively. And I said, Hey, this guy's got a great future and things didn't work out that way. Unfortunately, And your career, you know, you didn't have a long NHL career. Now, when you look back on it, do you think that maybe you should have stayed at Harvard longer?
1: I mean, it's hard to say, but I, I, obviously I think staying at Harvard would not have hurt me. Right. I mean, it's, it's a great school it's a great hockey program and i would have probably had time to develop a little more and work on my game work on my strength work on my you know just my mental my maturity and all that an 18 year old versus a 22 year old is a lot different right so i don't regret leaving i don't regret leaving harvard because i you know i i got to play some games in the nhl and um but you know who who knows if I would have stayed longer it would have been better for my career maybe probably maybe in the longer run but you know maybe I've never had the opportunity to play in the National Hockey League so I mean nobody knows but you know it's it is what it is and I had great time you know under contract with the Canadians for three years and you know definitely memories that I'll have forever
0: so you 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 didn't have a long NHL career and you you've told me before you don't regret it you're you're grateful for what you had I mean when you when you started I'm sure you didn't think that your career would not last that long I'm sure you were hoping you'd be a good 10, 10 12 years in pro
1: Right for sure I mean yeah I mean like you said I think I had a pretty good you know start you know to my career and in, in Hamilton I had you know pretty good numbers started off strong got called up with the Canadians didn't put up, you know, amazing numbers, but I think given the limited ice time that I had and just the circumstances, I think I did, I did pretty well. And I think the next year after, um, it was a lockout year. There's a new management in Montreal, um, started off in Hamilton, had a high ankle sprain and third game in. And I think my, my season just went, you know, downhill from there. And I wasn't able to, to recover from that really. So, um, yeah, a a few, things that happened that you know didn't work out in my favor but you know i think that's that's pro sports so
0: yeah and and so you went you were traded to anaheim um stayed in their system for a bit went in europe and then you went back to harvard Mm -hmm. where you you got your degree in the end so that was uh that was a pretty cool thing to do
1: exactly yeah so like you said i played in europe for a year and i was at 25 i decided it was time for me to go back to school and um you know i was i was fortunate enough to to work with the hockey team there for three years and and help out you know amazing players that are now in the national hockey league guys like adam fox uh john marino uh, ryan donato alex kerfoot you know all these guys are having you know great nhl careers and it was a privilege to be able to to work with these kids on the ice so it was a great time, and then I, you know, I graduated, and then I started my my next career, and uh, working now at
0: Oliver Wyman, um,
1: a global management uh, consulting firm.
0: So tell us, well, uh, what do you exactly do at Oliver Wyman? Yeah, so I work
1: um, in their private equity practice, and essentially we conduct a due diligence work um, for private equity funds or firms looking to acquire. Um, you know, companies that are up for sale. So, um, you know, they'll hire us to do market interviews, market surveys, market models. We'll look at their financials and we'll, you know, give them the recommendation on whether or not um, we think this is, you know, a good acquisition or not. Essentially, that's the high level of what what I do on a day-to-day basis.
0: So for your life, it sounds like everything fell into place. You've got a good, bright future and uh, you, you show everyone there that how important an education is.
1: Exactly. I mean, hockey ends for everyone, you know, whether you play one game or zero games or thousand games, you know, it it ends for everyone. Right. So um, I think it's important for guys to have, you know, you know, obviously the the focus should be their initial career and and playing as long as they can, but having a second opportunity after is is super important because life after hockey is much longer than, you know, life during hockey. So um, yeah, I, I think that's, something that guys need to think about, you know, when they are playing because it ends pretty quick.
0: For sure. Do you still follow the NHL? Do you still follow the Canadians?
1: I do. I do a little bit, um, you know, to be, to be quite honest, I don't watch many games just given my, my, my schedule with work, but you know, when, when I can, I do, and I, I follow the team, I followed them last year and uh, I watched the little playoffs. So yeah, I mean, the, the league is it's getting younger, getting faster. And it's, there's, you know, very exciting hockey out there.
0: And, and my last question is, you grew up comp- perfectly bilingual, and you're, that's another example you've shown how you've been able to make your career in, in the United States and Boston, and you wouldn't have been able to do that if you weren't bilingual.
1: Exactly, yeah. No, I think uh, speaking multiple languages is important, and the more, you, the more you can speak, the more you can go places, and the more you know, opportunities you'll, you'll get, for sure.
0: All right, well, Louis, thank you very much for your time. Really appreciate it. Good luck with your future. Thank you so much, Mike. Great having Louis LeBlanc as my guest.